Hello everyone, this is Jared here with uh, Plexus Blogcasting Numero Dos. Uh, we're talking about job costing today. Matt is uh, technically our host and I am the guest speaker on a regular basis. <laughs> I like it when the guest speaker does the intro. Yes, it is kind of a funny way to do it. But yeah, we are talking about job costing. Are you making money on your jobs? So Jared, sometimes job costing can be kind of... Now, as a business owner, you know, it's important, but like, I got so many other things to do. How do I figure this out? It can be real confusing. So first, tell us why job costing is important. Uh, sure. At the end of the day, job costing is important because what your goal is, is to actually create um, an understanding of how much or what your threshold is for potentially making money or not making money when, when making a bid. So sometimes times are really tough. Sometimes it's just a really competitive environment and you need to know when to walk away. Okay. So, yeah, because, so is is job costing about knowing how much money you made on something or would it? Sure. That's a great question. Uh, job costing, a lot of people use it that way. It's the, that'd be the lag measure to use um, the 40X terminology. Um, I can never remember names of authors. I just like to read a lot. Of, uh, so, but one of the things that they 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 coined lag measures are basically measurements that help you make that tell you results. Okay. Um, I would the fact yes. So I would think job costing should be done for lead measure purposes, uh, which okay. is I want to know before I do a job if I'm going to make money, and obviously it's not a guarantee. But if you're using it as just a lag measure, you might as well just look at your profit loss statement. Saves the time. Don't bother uh, okay. job costing. So it's really more about understanding if future jobs are going to be profitable or not. If this is, and even a, a job before it's occurred. So like I said, I want to be able to walk away from a job before I've basically lost money. Okay. Cause you know, these type of jobs don't make money for us. Yeah. When you run the numbers and they want you to be certain amount, you know, probably really competitive and they're saying, Hey, we need you to cut it down to here. That's where your, uh, past job costing, um, where you've enhanced it and reworked it over and over again, come out to play and save you from saying yes when you should just say no. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So I could see how job costs can be really helpful, even in ways that most people aren't really thinking about. So what now stepping into job costing, now that we know that's important, what are some aspects of job costing that most people don't really think about? Uh, probably the biggest thing about job costing is this isn't uh, net income predictions. We're not actually, um, even the way I worded it could be misleading. Um, the real goal of job costing is if you think of, um, ultimately the whole process is here's my revenue. This is how much money comes in. Here's how much it costs to produce that revenue. A lot of people call that cost of sales or cost of goods sold. Um, so this was the, the expenses I incurred in order to generate this revenue. All right. So that's job costing. So we're we're going for that number. We're okay. going for um, what number do we want to target here? Mm. And that number is hopefully enough to cover all of our other expenses. And a lot of those could be fixed and or variable expenses. And so then we come down to the very end and we get like what most a lot of people call income or net income. And that's after all of your expenses. So job costing is oftentimes referred to GP, uh, gross right. profit. So on a profit loss statement, you're going to have revenue, cost of sales, GP, and then how much money you make there is going to be contributing to your fixed and variable overheads. Okay. Wow. So yeah, there's a lot of pieces into there. What are, what in that do you find that most people overlook when they think about job costing? 
Uh, probably the biggest thing people overlook is is most likely the 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 variable aspect of of your expenses. So let's yeah. say, can you explain the difference between variable and fixed? I will try uh, <laughs> in as few words as possible instead of boring everybody. So fixed expenses are going to be things like rent. I pay a thousand dollars a month for rent. It's going to be fixed. Uh, variable costs might be things like consumable materials. How much, let's say I, you know, um, in our scenario, we, we work with a lot of insulation companies. And so if I'm going to sell, um, a square foot of insulation, I have the cost of the sale, the direct labor that went into that and the, uh, actual product itself. However, there's a lot of things consumed that you can't really piece out for, for your job costing. And so that's what we're, we're trying to cover. And that's a mixture of your fixed expenses like rent and stuff. And then also variable like consume consumable materials. So printer, ink, paper, uh, glue, staples, potentially. Now, some of that you might be able to move to your GP if you really know what you're doing. And some of it you might be able to move to a fix. But I don't need to print paper and ink if I don't ever do business. So that's where you're going to have more of your variables. So it's going to represent a much smaller much smaller amount too. So your fix is going to be a majority of your expenses. So our GP, the goal mm -hmm. is to cover our variable expense that we expect to incur, right. our fixed expense, and then the profit we desire. So the big mistake people will probably make a lot of times is, is the variable expense. Um, it just kind of gets hidden. So it is a small percentage, let's say it's 2%, 5%, doesn't matter. But if you're targeting a 10%, uh, net income margin. So like this is what you actually make on that money and 5% of it gets eaten up with variable costs. You didn't uh, account for it. That's obviously a 50% of what you thought you were going to have left over after all expenses. Yeah, absolutely. You won't know um, variable and fixed. You kind of are using estimated numbers up front, and then you can kind of sol uh, solidify those at the end of the year and see how you did if you wanted. So did I make that simple enough to follow? I I think so. There was a lot in there to unpack, which was actually really helpful. Um, I think one piece I was curious about you, you're saying um, to set your profit as part of it too. Cause usually you think of profit as just what's left over after expenses. Sure. sure. But you're talking about what's the profit I want to make. Maybe yeah, speak if, to that a little bit. If you don't, if you don't plan for, for profit, not GP, like net income money that's left over after all your expenses, you won't have any. Uh, so you have to to basically build that into your quotes. Well, yeah, that's helpful. Yeah, so we got a plan, but to do that, you really need to be able to follow and track all these other expenses, which can get kind of complicated. But that's what really kind of taking your business to the next level can look like. All right. Well, I think that was really helpful, at least for me, in understanding job casting better. And uh, hopefully, it was helpful for you guys too. And um, if you want to know more, please read the blog with that. And and we'll catch you next time on the blogcast. <laughs>